Yo, welcome to the second episode of First with Foremost. Uh, once again, I'm Dustin. What's I'm Andrew. Up? Hey, hey. All right. So I think we're uh, we're going to talk about some gear tonight, right? Hell yeah, man. Let's get into Sick. that. I was well, thinking you... just like talking about uh, maybe the gear that we use to record all this, the first EP. Dude, I could talk about, I'm, I'm a bass player, man. I could talk about gear. You're asking a, a bass player to talk about gear. This, you're going to have to extend this episode. <laughs> all right. Well, let's start with we're, you then, man. We're going to be an hour in and I'll be like, so that's the first pedal. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but let's start, uh, let's start with your bass because you uh, you got that pretty recently after we started the band, didn't you? Yeah, dude. Um, so like I finally decided it's time for a pick with a P base for like some of the punk shit. Yeah. Um, so it's a, uh, Fender Nate Mandel signature P base, which comes with Seymour Duncan quarter pounders. And mm-hmm. I pulled them out immediately. Oh, I didn't know and, that. Yeah. And put, uh, the EMG geezer butlers in there. I, I, I love the way those fucking things sound. I had them from like a parts base laying around. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to see like what's up and I threw them in there and it was like, Oh, I think that bass kind of should have came with these. Like, right. It just sounded I right. Didn't, I didn't know that you, uh, changed yeah. them out. that's what's up, man. I put those quarter pounders in another one. I have a, like, I have a, are the, a, are the quarter pounders like what came in like the hoppest bass back in the day? I think so. Or okay. a version, a version of version them. Of but, okay. Yeah. Um, they're I, like. I've been out of the bass world so long. I forget what is what. Yeah. They're just, they don't have, I don't know. I feel like they're like almost like scooped a little bit in the mid range, but like they also don't get as like high, like twangy as, as the geezer butlers do for some reason, or just like regular, you know, whatever, some, some regular fender pickups, but like they do a certain thing really well. But like, if you're not doing that, it's not like as well-rounded as like to my ear i gotcha but i put that in a like i have a a uh like one of those 60s vibes squire bases oh, yeah, classic vibe classic vibe ones i put them in those oh, yeah, i forgot you had that bass dude yeah with flat wounds on it yeah, you, and it's it, dude i forgot all about that bass yeah it's there it, it has a block inlay right yeah yeah Ma- yeah maple neck yep black inlay yeah what, and it's like what uh colors the body brown like mm. a weird brown color. Mocha. 70s mocha. mocha. Yep. I'm a um, freak, man. I got. It's so pretty for like a. This, this Squire, uh, like the classic five ones are fucking awesome for Ooh. what they are. This thing, man. Yeah. Do that. All, yeah. This all thing. of the foremost EP songs were written on this thing. Yeah. It exactly. It sounds so good. Yeah. This one's from 08, so this is like the first run that they released, I guess. We'll get into okay. that, that yeah. later, though. But yeah, I'm telling you, man. I mean, Mike played that at the last Splashette show. Yeah. yeah, that's so sick. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's my... Like, when I want to sit down and play the Jackson 5, when it's just me playing around, fucking around by myself, Yeah, like that's what I grab. The Motown bass. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, like I have that Fender Jazz that we talked about last week that like you you played. Yeah. 
And I fucking love that thing. Like it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's a but, beat. You know, it, it was like the road dog for a long time. And it's like, I don't know, man, like it's sentimental to the point where I was like, I don't think I want to be like dragging this to like punk shows yeah. at no. the smiling moose anymore. Like how, how many years have you had it? I think remember, I bought, rem- I remember Pat being like, you've had that bass that fucking long, man. Yeah. Almost as, as long as he's been alive. <laughs> right. Like a couple years after. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, I mean, I think it's a 2006 and I, I bought it new. Right. So oh, it's, yeah, like yeah. it's not vintage, but like right. for me, it's In like a couple years, it'll be 20 years old. Yeah, exactly. Damn. So, um, or maybe it's an, oh, I think it's, I thought you got Anyways, it earlier than that. Maybe I did. I don't fucking know. I don't know. It's, it's like whatever, somewhere in the mid two thousands. Yeah. Right off the shelf at guitar center. But I swore you said it was an O two or yeah, something maybe because you were be like right. 20 years old. And Pat was like that bit, you've had that for 20 fucking years. That's, or that's probably you, see, you know more about this shit than I do. Well, I, uh, we talked yeah. about it at practice that day. Yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, you know, that thing just like that thing needs to just kind of be for special occasions and recording and whatever. Yeah. Um, which is cool. So th- that Nate Mandel one is kind of like a pretty sweet spot, like price point and build quality. Like it's got a lot of shit going on. That's like super cool. So it's, it's a Mexican made, but it has a nitro finish. Ooh. So it will essentially like well, it comes, it comes, it. yeah, it comes a little bit road worn. Right. But not like anything crazy. So like, in my opinion, it just has like the first time you knock your bass over is yeah. already done. It's already on there. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I just don't care. Terrible. Like, yeah. yeah, it can fall over. I don't care. Whatever. Fucking the things, a, a chunk of wood that makes some noise. Hell yeah, um, man. I don't have that same, like if my jazz bass falls over, I'm like, no, yeah. fucking, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> but no doubt, man. No doubt. It has. It has like Fender's version of like a badass bridge, right? Ooh. So it's like got that going for it. And then the neck. I didn't some... know that they private labeled a, a bridge like that. No. Yeah. That's it's cool. just, yep. And it's, I mean, is it's it, identical. What is, what is that? Is it Leo Kwan? Is that what that is? The badass yeah. series? Yeah. Is that I still a thing? I don't think they're making them anymore. Excuse me. Like you can't just Google the badass bridge and buy one. You got to find a used one or. Maybe the patent ran out or something because uh, now that makes sense. Now everyone's making one. Making like Fender one. has their own version of it. I saw like I don't know, even like like Lakeland has their version of it now. So whatever, um, they're all the same. It's just yeah, uh, it's just a big good, yeah. Good. It's just a chunk of metal, man. Because I remember when we were coming up, you could really just get that on like the Getty Lee or like yep. a signature yeah, base. Exactly. Like it didn't um, it didn't come on the Hoppus base even. No. Um, that, that hoppus space only had volume knob too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Turn it up and go. BJ let me play that thing forever, dude. Shout yeah. out BJ. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Nate Mandel likes did something with the neck to it. Like, you know, he had, it's all based off of his vintage P base that he bought forever ago. Like in, um, mm-hmm. sunny day days and for sunny day shit, which is cool. But it's, it's like, uh, it was like the first P bass neck that was like not a thousand miles wide. So it's like way more mm-hmm. along the lines of like a jazz bass. I mean, it's not jazz bass yeah. neck, but like 
it's fucking playable right <laughs> off the bat. You don't have to like learn anything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I, you can hand it to anyone and they're just like, yeah, cool, whatever. So oh, yeah. that was actually my learning curve with the hoppus base is that it had, dude, uh, it had a P base neck on it. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this doesn't feel like my Squire jazz base. Yeah. And then I played your bass at that show. <laughs> dude, those days I was into the, like the OLP, like the music man subsidiary. Bass. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And when I played your jazz bass, I was like, Oh, I need to go back to a jazz bass, my jazz bass, you know? And I did then afterwards. Yeah. You know, but there's just so fast. Like if you want to do noodly shit, man, you just move around so quick on those necks. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, dude, I like that thing. Like I get it. You know, it's not like for everyone, but I don't know, man, I, I saw it and was like, I think course. it's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I researched that thing forever right. and was like, then I was looking at like actual vintage shit. And do that price just starts going up and up and up. And I'm thinking like, well, now this is like more money than the one I'm trying to protect. Yeah. Right. Sentimental one. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, also, I'm just a dude. But, you know, (laughs) I will. I will give it to you, man. Uh, Vintage basses are way more affordable than vintage guitars. And yeah, I was like on Guitar Center the one day or whatever, looking for some old Dan Electro piece of shit plastic pedal that i love the aesthetic of that i want you know and (laughs) collecting stupid shit you know anyway Uh i see the prices of like 70s fender bases and i'm like what yeah that's awesome yeah like why not like i guess if you can go to the store and play it and check it out and it like up it's like okay you're gonna pay like maybe just 500 more dollars for something from the 70s that's like legit yeah versus a brand new one so it's i don't know it's very strange yeah. how it, it, it is it's it's like specific models with the bass world right because it's, of the specific players it's very specific and then and it also the guitar world is like that too but yeah i don't know dude bass world gets super weird into the like pre-cbs post-cbs buyout of fender and blah 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 oh yeah guitars is the same way or the but, same way i mean you know you can look at one that's you know, one year and you're like, why is that $15,000? And then you see one that's two years later, later. And it's, you know, whatever, four, four grand, three, 3,200, something like that, you know, whatever. But it's just such a risk online. Like I I would need to like play it. You know what I mean? I mean, when I started looking at that kind of thing, you could get a Mustang base from like the seventies for under a grand. And now I don't know how much they go for, but not that. Yeah. No, I mean, everything got jacked up, but yeah, Mm -hmm. it's, it's like pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Yeah. And the thing with like the bases is, I don't know, like, I'm sure there's some mojo in those old, old ones, but like the new ones are so good. They're so good. Yeah. That it's like, I I know. And they're, and they're lighter, you know, like people realize like, Hey, you know, like a 15 pound hunk of fucking lumber around your neck all night kind of sucks. Yeah. You know, like you can get, you can get a new jazz face, like seven, eight pounds. Dude, that's why I don't play my less balls because it is too heavy. heavy. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. I mean, but what can can you do, bud? I don't know. I I actually, you know, like (laughs) it's awesome. They look awesome. My less ball, actually, I just, 
the neck is kind of too thin for my taste. Okay. But it, it's like, it, it's a sleeper, man. It, it looks like a normal black beauty, but it, the neck is almost like an Ibanez because it's like 1989 or whatever. Okay. Just like super blady and like not my style. I don't yeah. Know. My hands are huge. I need a yeah. baseball bat, you know, uh-huh. but I don't know. It's strange because when I played bass, I like the jazz bass, the neck way more. But when I switch to guitar, I like a full neck way better. I mean, it's like the style or yeah. whatever neck profiles. Have you ever played a V neck profile, Dustin? I don't think so, bro. You need to get into that. It, like, it's what? amazing. I don't. Yeah? yeah. I mean, if you have big hands, right? It it feels great. I feel like I have average just, like, sized hands. Fills up the hand almost. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. All right. Well, we need to make a road trip to the <laughs> guitar store. Hell yeah, let's do it. And uh, not not spend all of our money and check this shit out. Yeah, I'm, I'm into, into that. It. Super into it. What uh did you play your amp or did you DI on the record? So on the record or DI? It was yeah, we pulled three signals. We pulled uh straight out of a DI, so bass into the DI. Then from the DI we went into my pedal board and we pulled the um we pulled the the signal out of my uh dark glass pedal at the end of that chain. And then out of the pedal board into that like Harky combo mm-hmm. amp they had at the studio. Oh yeah. Which I tweaked yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I tweaked that thing for a minute and just got it like flat and ripped through it. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, um, it sounds then, great. yeah, I'm pretty sure they, we just mixed, we didn't use any of the DI signal. I think we just mixed like the Harky and then my, like the DI output of the whole pedal board. So, yeah, it sounds great, man. I mean, yeah. you've got so much going on with your pedal board. I'm sure you changed it. Why don't you just give us a rundown of what you got going on right now? Yeah, so I, I haven't really First changed all, it since then. How many pedals do you have? Oh, I want to know if you have more than I do because I, I always feel like because you have a switcher, it just looks like more command center well, than mine. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. I uh, It's going to be embarrassing here. I gotta, I'm gonna, I gotta find a picture of it because I don't even know how many fucking uh, pedals are on there. Like, <laughs> I could try and count, and I'm gonna be off by like well, way too many. Switcher, so you can talk about that while you look. Yeah, um, it's the the MS3. So okay. it's the line switcher. They right, make a boss. yeah, yeah. It's a Boss MS3. They make a three, a five, and an eight. And the five and the eight are line switchers only right so like that's all they do is you can program um like you know every pedal gets its own channel and then you can actually in those ones like move the order around mm-hmm. which is cool but they're big those are like for like yeah. spaceship stations that was like an old bradshaw thing yeah yeah mine is only four channels it only has three actual channels that go out to different pedals but it's got like all of bosses, whatever, like, like all the digital processing, multi-processing stuff that like, yeah. you know, uh, another pedal would have. So like, for me, it's like, dude, if I just want to like experiment with whatever, like I can just pull that thing up and, um, 
all of my like reverbs, delays, phasers, like slow gears, like anything you can imagine is in there. And it's like pretty much, you know, like top of the line for like boss quality. Like, I mean, boss is awesome. Yeah. I, you know, uh, I think, uh, listen, man, any of that stuff is totally passable on a recording. Like, because you can tweak so many parameters in there and some of them. And you can run them over with a fucking car and then they're going to be okay. Exactly. (laughs) And, and some of them on that thing have more controls, right? So like, whatever, think of like, um, it's got must, it's got like boss's version of a big muff pedal, right? So your big muff pedal has what volume tone and then sustain and sustain, right? This has, a fucking clean blend. This has a parameter of frequency for each of the things. Like you yeah. can get super crazy in there, um, which is fucking awesome, right? Like for yeah. a bass player, any of those pedals now all of a sudden become like excessive. I, I mean, don't quote me on this, but like everyone I've went to mess with in there, they have a rat pedal. They have a, a fucking clean boost. They've got like everything, and all of it. Ha- almost everyone I've tried to mess with has some version of a direct signal, essentially a clean blend that you can move in there for bass, which is fucking awesome. Um, but let's see here. I got, I got one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pedals that are like pedals, right? I have a high pass filter. That's eight. The tuner is nine. And then I have a, a volume pedal, which is 10. And then I also have a fucking steel core transistor, which is just like, all right, it's not a pedal. It's just a thing on there. And then on the bottom of it, I have a, uh, just like a buffered splitter so I can split the signal out of the pedal board. Jeez Louise, man. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially you have 11 devices rolling on that. I got, I got 11 devices doing stuff on there. The, the, the steel core transistor doesn't need power though. So it's just a thing. Right. It's just yeah. in between the signal, right? Yep. Exactly. Cool. But yeah, that's what's up though. I have changed it <clears throat> from studio setup. I've, yeah. I've, there's like one spot on the board that I've left like super easy accessible to like kind of fuck around with. And I've, I've played around with it, but I'm back to like what was on there in the studio, which is the, uh, it's damnation audios MBD two. It's just like, a I don't know their version of a do everything bass pedal that does like super low gain, just kind of grindy stuff. Like you can do a clean boost with it or like do a mid boost. There's like a sweepable midsection with a, with a switch on there. And then it can like go into like crazy fuzz territory if you crank everything up on it. So yeah, I just have it as like, like I have off. It's like my clean signal, which is like a little bit dirty. And then that on is just kind of like level two gain stage. And then the, that dark glass pedal that you fucking love is like full on distortion. Yeah. So yeah, um, it sounds super gritty. Yeah, my like hardcore influence coming through. Put that grit, <laughs> put that grit on that bass, man. <laughs> yeah, the nice thing about you know, three piece band, you know, I didn't need to make a lot of noise, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is cool. For sure, and yeah. it's fun to like thicken everything up, you know, yeah. just add more texture to fucking when you're doing little riffy stuff over there. It's like there's no seal, there's no floor that drops out 
Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, I I hate that. Like, and it didn't know whatever. There's nothing you can really do. Like, no, when you, other you're than in, having another guitar player, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, when you see three piece bands and they're doing something, you're like, they're going to go, that guy's going to go into a solo and it's just not going to sound the same again. You know, you're like, ah, these guys are awesome, but like, there's just nothing you can do. So writing, getting to write our own stuff with that in mind is like, it's nice. Cause you're like, dude, I'm fucking smashing this fuzz pedal when we go into this, yeah. even in the studio, like, I don't care, right. you know, like, cause that's what I want it to sound like when yeah. we play it live. Hell yeah. Fucking so, right, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think it all sounds really good. I'm glad that you were <laughs> able to just DI the, uh, bass in there. Yeah. Into the for board. sure. And, you know, again, too much time on the forums, like figuring out like how many fucking <laughs> signals I need out of this and blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. It just works, dude. Like all this stuff is like, you know, none of it's like super high end or like, you know, nerd t territory. Like, you know what I mean? Like I have an octave on there, but it's the OC5. It's not an old OC2 that's worth, you know, a bunch of money or that was hard to get or that's weird with power. Like. You know what I mean? It's the new one. And when you're playing live and fucking jamming with a band, like there's not a human being in the world that's going to fucking notice that it's a OC five versus an OC two. Like, it's yeah. just not a thing. Yeah. So this is like, that's what this is for. It's like, especially how loud the deluxe is, man. It's exactly. Cranked up. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm surprised people Pat, hear me and Pat at all. Pat. No, Pat beats the shit out of his drums. He does. Yeah. Like, not in, in a good way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Not He's, in a bad he, way. He can have a light touch because I've seen <clears throat> it at practice. Yeah. But like he's, that's not what he's doing when we're playing a show, man. No. Yeah. He he's pounding on those things. His adrenaline's going up. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. I like that. Me too. But, uh, so signal chain on my board real quick. We'll just run through it. It goes, uh, into the high pass filter first, just clean up that like muddy low end shit. Mm -hmm. It's like set super pretty much like just to where like just to where I can kind of like hear it, hear something happen. And then I kind of back it down a little bit. Um, and then it goes into um, the transformer thing, which is a, uh, it's called a lightning boy audio 2020 S steel core transistor. And it's essentially like, <laughs> Yeah. It's, Part it's numbers, bro. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. There's debate on whether they do anything or not. I, I've, I've A-B'd it, and I feel like it does something. It gives, like, warmth, man. It's the same shit. that It was in, like, old radio, like, broadcasting compressors and stuff. Like, yeah. there's a specific one that this is, like, from, right? I don't, re I don't remember what that is, but, like, whatever. I ended up with one and was like, fuck it, I'll throw it on here. Um, and then it goes into the Fairfield circuitry. Um, it's essentially uh, like a like your JHS Bluesbreaker Overdrive. Mm -hmm. um, Morning Glory. The Morning Glory. It's it's kind of like that, but it's like just their version of of something like that. It's like I love it for bass because it's like super sensitive to like playing style. So like I can have it be like super clean. And if I just dig in a little bit more, it starts to like break up and growl a little bit, which yeah. is, I, I love that because it's essentially like two pedals without having to do anything, 
You know what I mean? Like just depends on what I want to do to make it sound however it's going to sound. So I have that set pretty light and it's, they make two versions of it. I forget what mine's called, but it's essentially like they make a regular pedal with an on off switch. And then they make the one I have, which is, it's just three knobs on a tiny little thing and it's always on. I got you. There's no button. It's just on all the time. That's pretty awesome because I, I pretty much just leave mine on all the time too. Yeah. I think they got, they like, you know, again, a small company with people that listen, they got so much feedback. They're like, dude, you know, so many people are like, I never turn it off. Like you just said. And they're like, well, we can save you pedal board space if we just throw it, you know, without a switch. Like (laughs) I could just go in this little thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, comes out of that and then it goes into the MS three and that's kind of like where shit gets weird. But essentially there's three outputs of that. I've got my compressor on one, uh, my octave, the OC five on two. And then, uh, right now the fuzz is the earthquaker devices, uh, his Amanitas, the super weird, just fucking insane one with the rabbits on it. Yep. Yeah. Um, I love that artwork, man. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, the compressor is a Cali 70 or an origin 70 origin effects Cali 76. Um, and then those are on like the line so I can turn those on and off without like actually touching the pedals. So like when I click the fuzz on the compressor turns off immediately. It's like, I don't want that even getting in the way of like, I just want to smash that fuzz with all of my signal. Um, same thing. If we have the octave on the compressor gets turned off, you can program all that shit in. So it's just like whatever signal I want going into it, that's what I can do. Um, and then all the onboard effects in there, I can move around and turn on and off and do whatever I need to do. And then um, out of that into the MBD2, out of the MBD2 into the Dark Glass, it's the Alpha Omega Ultra. So it's got like the crazy distortion channel with like two overdrives that you can blend together. And then when it's just regularly on, it's just like a, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, like a seven band EQ. So like when we were at the smiling moose playing, it was super fucking boomy and low endy on stage. I can just reach down and cut it. The dog is going crazy upstairs. We got zoomies. We got zoomies. <laughs> Sick. We got zoomies. Drew's texting me too. So go on. Um, I'm not ignoring you. Yeah. Yeah. No. So be rude. Uh, I just have like, like in perfect world scenario that eq is just set flat right like so it's it's just it's not doing anything to the signal i can i can a b it on and off and you don't hear any change but like if we go into a room again like we were sound checking at the moose and the fucking sound guy's like hey like you gotta you gotta take that low end down and i'm like cool i just reach down i don't have to fuck with any of the amps that we're going into or anything like that i can just hit a knob or I mean a slider and turn the low end down, EQ it real quick for the room. And then we're good to go. We're done, which is super convenient without like fucking up the rest of your signal, trying to mess with stuff like that on the stage. You know, you're like getting ready to play a show and the sound guy's like, can you fucking do this? It's like, bro, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I could hear that. So that was like super easy to do. Right. Um, Man, I thought your bass sounded really good at the smiling moves. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, I also, that was the first time I really could hear what was going on. Okay. Vocal wise. And when you were singing, it was awesome. Thanks. Yeah. I could hear it. I was like, <laughs> this is sick. 
Because <laughs> usually if we're so loud, it's like I can't hear anything. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's also nice, like being able to hear ourselves on a stage that's properly done right, you know, yeah. with the monitors or whatever's going on. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that was fun. So that's that pedal board. And uh, I mean, you know, check us out on Instagram. I can post a picture of it on there and do a little rundown if anybody cares. Hell um, yeah, I care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the practice. Every week. <laughs> but and then. Um, yeah, my my I guess out of the pedal board, just to wrap up what I have going on is I have an SVT uh, three pro bass head that I kind of run just pretty flat. I don't, nothing really going on there. I, I have the gain cranked like a little bit, you know, it's got a, a tube preamp to it. So like you really have to crank the grain and have gain and have it be like really loud to get like any of that old school, like SVT roar out of it. Yeah. But like, you know, it. yeah, it's just, dude, it's it has to be so loud for it to sound awesome like it sounds good but like to get the svt sound that you want you know what i mean like the old school like rock and roll shit that everyone had yeah it just it's there's you can't do that at practice you can't you know what i mean like you need to be outside on a massive stage for it to finally do that finally break up that way right yeah so hence that's why the pedals exist so i can have the volume wherever i want and still get you know all that break up and stuff but yeah i mean you know yeah and then then i just run um whatever i want whether it's the 410 or the 210 or both so yeah i like when the 610's roaring sounds great it's it's the best yeah 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 again it just helps that it helps that svt like kind of get going you know what i mean yeah for you know, sure. it, it really does. Like you don't change the volume at all and it doesn't get louder. It just sounds better, dude. It just sounds better when it has like, I don't know if it's the, the ohm load on it. Like when it cranks up, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's cranking more pow- more Watts out of it, mm-hmm. but it definitely does. But that shit starts to get heavy when you got to roll it around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The rack. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't it, have a it fridge. Worth it. it sounds great, man. And like, who cares, right? I, it's know, fine, yeah. I know that you live in a world where like bass heads are as big as a pedal sometimes now, but like, I tried it, man. I think you're, yeah, I think I, I know you did. And I think that your head sounds yeah. fucking and it, great. Yeah. It's a class D. So it's still not like, it's not as heavy as an old classic, you know, tube anything yeah. like it's still pretty light. Right. Um, and, you know, but like you, like you said, man, there's ones that are like the size of a fucking pedal, you know, and they say they're whatever, 500 Watts. And it's like, I've bought like two of those thinking I'll just have it as a backup, but man, they just, they don't do it. I, I don't know. Unless someone has one that like, you're like, Nope, this one's the best one. They changed it. They did something. If they finally figured it out, like, let right. me know. But until then, man, I, I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it can happen. You right. know, like if you really want your bass to sound right, fucking like gnarly and yeah, full. <laughs> exactly. And uh, let's be honest too. Like we're still in a small Pittsburgh punk band. We're not playing shows that are forcing us to have in-ear monitors and like dude, half the shit, all of the shows we're playing, none of our stuff is mic'd or plugged into any. It's like, if you want them to hear you, you got to turn your shit up. 
Yeah, I do like, like that. I do like that Pittsburgh is that way. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I don't know. We maybe we just haven't played it at the right places, right? We'll but figure it out. But we'll yeah, figure it out. But uh, I I kind of don't care because I like yeah. I like the stage volume. Yeah, it's what I've always been used to. And I know I literally just said I can never hear shit, but I can yeah. hear my guitar and I can hear. The, it's different, right? Whenever you're yeah. a guitar player, singer rather than just a singer. Exactly. I'm sure if you're just a singer up there, it's fucking annoying when you can't hear anything. Oh, dude, yeah, but they like, probably, probably like, lose their minds. I don't know, man. I, as a guitar player, I way rather feel the amp than. Yeah. Oh, and as a bass player, like yeah. I want to feel your amp. I want to hear you, and then I also want yeah the to bass hear... especially. Yeah, I have yeah. to feel it like for sure. Um, uh, and then and that's the thing, man. It's like, oh, that's great if you want to put it through the PA, but. I, I don't know. I've yet to play somewhere where they're like, oh, we're going to put enough stage volume in the monitors for you guys. Cause like it, it, it never happens. Yeah. So that's why I've just like, I don't know. I'm not some freaking Luddite or whatever, but like, yeah. I'm resistant to in-ear monitors. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why. Especially, well, dude, especially bass coming through a little stage monitor and, and you're expecting the drummer to hear it. Yeah through that like it yeah. i mean if you're all on in-ears totally different story you can eq everything and it's like i'm sure it's awesome and we'll get there but like if you go like there's that and then there's like trying to like you said have the stage volume be all just mo- it doesn't work man no not for you know I, it doesn't work for me rather me neither yeah so it doesn't work for us yeah for us um, and it doesn't right. work for Pat, obviously, because he plays the drums super fucking loud. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm down for playing loud, man. I don't know. Yeah, we're. I know. I I'm mean, pretty deaf as it is, but we are still a punk band, right? Like that's yeah. that's what we're calling this. Like, yeah, let's fucking be a sure. little bit punk still, right? Yeah, you know, <laughs> sure. as punk as you can be in your 30s and 40s. And, yeah, right. You know, have a, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's fun. Um, it is, yeah. All right. So then, two more things: strings. I use those, um, the the Black Beauties, the DR Black Beauties, and they're just like the regular. I think they're forty five to one hundred fives. And then picks. I I bought. I went to Guitar Center, and I bought like every fucking pick, and was just like, I'm gonna play all these until I find like the one that feels right. Because you and didn't I'm using, play a pick before you're in this band, right? I, no, I started. I started playing a pick. When we started this band, I was like, I'm going to use a pick for bass until I'm like, okay. Yeah. 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 And I feel like it's something like whether I continue to do it in the band is like, whatever. I didn't have any. I was just like, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to like harness a skill that I kind of don't fuck with right Right. now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, these are done. Do you use it in Carl's house? I use it in everything. Oh, sick. Yeah, every song on the album. Nice. So, except for some parts of Bike Ride. But they're these uh, Dunlop, you can't see that. They're the Dunlop Max Grip, and they're the .73s. I tried the .88s, and I tried the .66s, and the 73 is the sweet spot right in the middle. You're so good at uh, measurements and... In part numbers and things. I have a picture of it and it says it right here. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I would have been I like, was thinking, uh, Jesus Christ, man, Dustin is a savant with part numbers, like, <laughs> or like model numbers rather. You yeah. Know? 
Well, I mean, yeah, I I do know a lot of this shit, but it's also nice to be like, nope, that's definitely it. So, um, but yeah, that's my stuff, man. Done and done. I did use on bike ride. I did use the jazz bass with, um, their half rounds on it. So they're like not fully round wound and not fully flat wounds. They're like a hybrid string. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Um, on it just it, sounded, it yeah. It sounded like that, that song is like the way I play it is whatever. Like I'm just doing like a lot of weird palm mutes, like really high up or low on the fretboard for some reason that I don't know. It just fucking sounded better on that bass and the swells and stuff too. So that's what that song has on it is the, is the jazz. I got, I got to try and like sneak that into everything I do a little bit, you know, Hell yeah! at least like one little part, one little part of jazz bass. Yeah. Here you go, little buddy. Here you go, bud. You're not totally retired. See, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I guess I. Uh... Whew. All right. I so feel, I, I feel I like everything on the Telecaster. Okay, I feel like you had a like written or not. You know, maybe the telly was just like the guitar you were that was sitting by your couch or whatever mm-hmm. to write on. Yeah, I feel like you had a vision for your fucking guitar all planned out for, for all of for this. The yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause it's like, well, because we did our first, our first few practices, I played the telly, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, we're a three piece and, uh, I'm trying to, I was trying to get that, that sound, man, you know, the punk, like overdriven. Yeah. And that was the weird part is like, Essentially, I wrote these songs on the telly with these like twangy feels, um, mm-hmm. Americana twangy tendencies, or like that tapping thing and red lipstick. Like that was just some thing that I did, you know, on the telly. But uh, the telly's really like my favorite guitar, right? That's what I always yeah. find myself coming back to. But anyway, I was same. Did I? I was like, okay. I need, I need the Les Paul, right? And I don't know when I, I think I got the guitar, the 335 before we started the band. Yeah, you had I, it. Okay. I bought it the December. We started in January of what? 2022. Yep. Cause it's 23 now, right? Yep. Yeah. And so I bought it in December of 21. Like, okay. Or, at the end of the year of 20. Yeah, 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 I got you. But I was playing the last Paul and Flechette and it was just too heavy and the neck wasn't as what I wanted. And I was like, okay. So then I went to single coils and it was the same, same story. It was like, Oh, this isn't the sound that I wrote all this stuff with. Right. Yeah. So I bought the three thirty five. So then you and I had started our band later than a couple months later took the telly wasn't cutting it and then when i took the 335 and played it through the fender with the overdrive pedal it did something completely different so essentially the recorded tracks on the ep are like the twangy telly track the initial Mm -hmm. ideas coming across and then like overdrive fucking gnarly 335 like you know dude it it rips 60s 70s like you know, that's yeah. really like I, I've had a whole aesthetic idea for my rig 
it's from the get-go man yeah these days you have like the 70s rock like photo instagrams that you can follow or whatever but like Mm -hmm. 10 years ago i didn't know about that right so i'm looking at all these like live photos of all these people in the 70s just like oh my god their shit looks so cool like yeah like the curly cable we'll get to that Uh, but like (laughs) yeah so i have the uh so we'll start with a telly is just a squire 2008 classic vibe that i sold my mexican fender i was like Oh, I'll pick up this Squire. It was cheap. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, a couple months later, I looked at my Made in Mexico and I was just like, that's a good guitar. And like, I'm not, I'm just not picking, like, picking it up ever anymore. Yeah. Because I bought this white one, <laughs> you know, and yeah. the, the, my Mexican one was like a 95 or whatever. It was a really nice guitar, but I just was like, somebody needs to enjoy this. So I sold it. Dude, it's but, weird too when you know, you know, like you have an instrument that you're like, I'm just not gonna play it. I'm I'm never gonna play that thing. Right. And it, it, like it, there's nothing wrong with it. The yep. guitar is perfectly fine and whatever you know. But like I've had that with basses where I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't ever want to pick that one up. Right. So it's just it's not, good. It's not home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you can get like the other thing is like price branding whatever like that shit doesn't matter sometimes man you just pick something up and you're just like yeah Ooh. it's basically right yeah you're like yeah. all right this is cool so i don't know the so. telly is super cheap and then the epiphone i just bought brand new because i had a i got this epiphone dot off of a friend of mine uh maybe like 10 years ago and i played it when i was <laughs> the bar band i was talking about last week i mm-hmm. played it in that and like I just liked the hollow body because I'm I'm bigger, right? I like the bigger yeah. guitar. Uh, I liked how it felt <clears throat> compared to like the SG or the Les Paul. Yeah. Uh, so I was just like, man, I want I want a new Epiphone, right? Like since the rebranding and everything, I was just like, these look so sick. Like, and then they did the the flame top, right? I don't. What is it called? Epiphone three thirty five figured or something okay and it's iced tea burst but iced tea yeah something like that i, I forget the specific color name i dude, right. i i work at a paint store so it's hard to remember specific color names because i hear so is that many a, is that a paint store color or a guitar color that's I don't a guitar know. color but yeah. it sounds <laughs> like a paint yeah. store color as well okay you know um <laughs> but yeah so i was like okay the tell back to back to practice right telly yep. telly was too thin not cutting it hit the 335 and it just completely did something different so then yep. I, that's why i recorded two tracks like instead of one stereo and then like overdubbing the lead parts when there was leads or whatever yeah i was like oh let's just do this it'll sound good to blend them it fucking does <clears throat> so um yeah 335 uh fender curly cable into tuner then jhs morning glory i took the red remote off but i do have a red remote for it yep for the different channel switching um which i have room i should probably put that back on uh (laughs) (laughs) then into the jhs uh the AT or whatever, the at symbol one. Yeah, is that the Angry Charlie or it's something? It's not the Angry Charlie. Okay. It's that 
Andy Timmons, maybe. That's oh, yeah. Is that yep. what his name is? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's the double button one. I was like, yes. oh, I'm going to get the double button one. And now I'm like, oh, I want to sell this for the single button one. <laughs> I got rid of a whole button on yeah. one of mine. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. But it's essentially just like a JCM sound, Marshall sound in a box, yeah. right? Okay. Um, for like the Paul Moody type parts or like the non telly sounding parts in yeah. the set, you know? Um, then the Big Muff, the green uh, Nano. The, it's the modern current Big Muff. Yeah, it's like the... Russian Muff, that's what it's called. Yeah, they did the, the, the reissue. Green, the green reissue Russian Muff. Yeah, it's, and they put it in the small pedal form. Yeah, the small and container. And it's fucking perfect. Or enclosure, whatever the hell they yep. call them. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, honestly, man, I, I probably need to get one of those. Because that, that's what I use inside the, the MS3. It's just like a green muff. And I fucking love it. Like, yeah. All right. You, want, you can borrow mine, man. I barely put it on. Put it on for a couple parts. I'm, I was like. I think you need it on there, buddy. I know. But I was writing the other day. <laughs> I was writing new stuff. And I was like, okay, this is a big muff part. Because I never turn that thing on. Like, Yeah. I, I have it for when I play by myself, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, and then. It goes into the Walrus Juliana. Yeah. Yeah. I think, it, yeah, the Juliana is the, the one with the tap tempo. It's the chorus vibrato yep. thing. Yeah. Uh, beautiful pedal, man. As far as like, yeah, I love it. Cool looking pedals. That's got to be, that's got to be up wow. there with like the best ones ever. This is really, I lucked out when I bought chorus, my first chorus pedal. Uh, the bar. Oh, yeah. CE3. There you go. It's got this freaking like vibrato thing going on. Mm-hmm. So when I was, and it, I lucked out, man. I got this at from Terry at Guitars and stuff. I don't know for like twenty bucks maybe, and it's an old uh, Japanese one. So it, it's pretty sick, right? But it makes this little hissing sound when I want to like go crazy with the oscillation oscillating part or like the modulating part rather. Okay. Of the like vibrato setting. It okay. makes this little sound. And I was like, okay, I need to get a new chorus robot vibrato, like the grunge thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To my ear that, or like, that's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm doing with it. Like, well, yeah. I mean, isn't that, I mean, that's like when, the... It, when the vibrato is in, in, in like, engaged or whatever it's that's it's, that's what i'm doing in, to my ear but like I you're use turning it, on the nirvana I use it, right but i use <laughs> it as just like a chorus like a straight yeah. chorus too as well like yeah backed off a little bit just to thicken yeah but uh and then the last one is a rotating i know you switch that thing around a lot <clears throat> well, yeah. what, the, the last originally it was the digitech oh fuck man i'm so bad with the names of them um <laughs> It was before they, okay, real quick, DOD and Digitech are back. Did you hear the mm-hmm. news? Yeah, yeah, awesome. I saw that. It was the line before before they closed the last time. Okay. They did that line with all the crazy artwork on them. I don't know. Yeah. The only one I ever remember is the the robot one, right? And it's the, mm-hmm. it's the only one that I never bought. <laughs> it's like yeah. the Vibrola or something because I had one. Um, but it was the reverb pedal. Mm-hmm. was on there initially and i used it with my pv because it's more of like martial sound 
But then when I got my Fender amp, I just always use the reverb on it. Yeah. Because, like, I don't soak it, right? I do, like, the slapback type reverb or whatever. Yeah. Not slapback, but you know what I mean. Like, that type of... I don't soak it. I just kind of use it for texture. Yeah, yeah. So I put a delay on it, and that's fun. But then I don't really ever use delay. Yeah. So I put a flanger on it now. And... um. (laughs) <laughs> hear it first ladies and gentlemen <laughs> five out of six new songs have flanger on them <laughs> this is gonna be the flanger album but it's not like completely you know it's just like little parts here and there texture wise and it's like oh that's that's back uh-huh you know that's kind of what i'm doing with it it's like oh that sound is back yeah 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 that's that's, that's cool man yeah i do it that shit always sounds so good. You have like quintessential like tone, man. There's like when you go into your distortion and, and just start ripping, like, I don't know. That's well, like that's the sound I hear when I want to hear guitar. You know my, what I mean? My clean sound is super clean, right? But yeah. like if I want any sort of overdrive, I use the volume knob a lot to like yeah. back it down or whatever and yeah. then just go full blast. Yep. You know, but then like when I'm on that angry Charlie pedal or whatever the fuck it's called, the two button angry Charlie, um, it's like, I don't know. It's like always on or just not like, I don't really. Yeah. Cause it's like, I'm used usually for like really parts that I'm jamming really hard. I'm not trying to be dynamic with it whatsoever, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think guitar is a little bit more like that. Like there's a part of a song that is clean. And then there's a part that is distortion. Right. I went to, I I never told you, I don't think I went on this like tone quest, right. When I got back into guitar yeah. and I was hanging out with my friends in Dilltown a lot. And uh, my friend, Josh Carney, he freaking, they call him fatty, uncle fatty, but, uh, He's so I basically went to Uncle Fatty's freaking tone school, right? Okay, like roll up to his house, and there's like a fucking silver jubilee and like a tweed fender and like all the essential like tone amps, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, here, man, Les Paul, Telecaster, whatever, you know, yeah, all the guitars I already had and were into, but like we have very similar, you know, and he just like, you know, oh, this is what this does. Because, like, dude, when I was a bass player, I didn't understand what the fuck a tube amp was for a guitar, right? Like, Yeah, exactly. So when I got back into it in my mid-20s, like, I really wasn't aware of, like, the difference between a Marshall and a Fender, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I was just oblivious, right? I always just played through a solid-state amp with, like, a distortion pedal or whatever, a rat or a metal zone. <laughs> like, Honestly, you probably yeah. just play, like, whatever the fuck you bought at, like the used place that you had enough money to buy. Like, exactly. uh, You know, I think you and me were the same where it's like, kind of didn't know what the fuck we were doing. And just like, yeah, I I want a pedal. I'm going to get a pedal. Yeah. You're like, okay. Yeah. What the fuck does this do? Well, that's when you, you know, you were living up on Somerset Pike when I first got back into pedals and like guitar and stuff. Yeah. So I was hanging out with Carney a lot back then too. And I don't know, man, like just being able to plug in, the Les Paul into the Marshall versus, and then plug it right into the Fender. 
Yeah. And like see how different the pedals were reacting and how different the guitar pickups were reacting. Yep. It, it really like, I mean, Jess has been talking me down off the cliff of running two amps now and foremost for like months, but like, stop. It, it's, it's a stop lot. Doing right? that. Let him do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's just like, you literally got the combo amp because you didn't want to carry that huge fucking half stack around, man. And I'm like, you're right. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. But like, yeah, I don't know if we ever play in John, when we play in Johnstown again, I'm definitely running two amps. Like do it, man. Fuck. Yeah. All right. I don't know. It'll be fun, but I don't know, man. Uh, and then, uh, so the, yeah, the pedal board just goes into the fender blues deluxe, the tweed one. Yeah. The beast. Yeah. Crank it and hit it with an overdrive pedal and go to town. Yeah. Chuck Berry, man. It sounds so good, man. It sounds real good. I don't know, man. I like, I really didn't understand the 335 or like the dot or like Sheraton. You know what I mean? The ES mm-hmm. style guitar. Yeah. I didn't really understand it. And then like Tom DeLong came out with that one when we were younger. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, that's cool. It's brown with a racing stripe. Really wasn't into it, right? Compared uh, to his Fender guitars, like the pastel Fenders were. The, yeah. the design, I don't know, the much sleeker like looking and, uh, <clears throat> but then he uh, also, he also decided to start playing that thing like a fucking weirdo, right? Yeah. Like this, even like strap length and everything. He, I don't, I just remember being like, yeah, it was a complete shift for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I, I don't know. I really didn't know what the hollow body was about or the semi hollow or like what the difference between semi hollow and hollow body were. Yeah. You know? But then I bought that dot on a whim. I actually traded. I had a jazz bass, random Mexican jazz bass. I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was like my backup or whatever. Yeah. And I traded that for that dot because I wanted to play in that bar band. And it like I was like, yeah, that looks cool. Like I'm sure it'll do acoustic sounding stuff too. Yeah, the and thing. I didn't realize that it's like a ripper of a guitar. Yeah. You know, and like I got a good one too, which was awesome. So it just made me really like a fan of a semi hollow guitar, you know. But dude, that thing through my PV sounds <laughs> mighty fine. Yeah. Mississippi Marshall, baby. A sweet tone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Was there, I mean, did you have any? Do like, you know why so- I bought that PV, by the way? No, that's why I interrupt you. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Okay, go on. Sorry. No, yeah. Okay, if that's what you were gonna ask, Uh, do you know that Glenn guy on YouTube, the angry guy? He's, I think he may be Canadian. He does like Sound Spectre Studios. He's Mm -hmm. always angry. What the fuck? Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He randomly, back when YouTube would recommend you videos, Mm -hmm. uh, he randomly like did a video with some working musician right and it was when i was like okay i gotta get a jcm like and i was like okay that's that's the sound i want rather and i saw he did a video of this kid who's a working musician that had he that's what he played were those pv windsors and i was like wow man like that sounds fucking great like i'm gonna take a gamble on one right yeah so I bought it off this kid in Washington and uh, actually in 84, Pennsylvania, 
down by okay. down by Washington, man. Down Washington, Washington County, yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, <laughs> Clayville. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I bought it off of him. Uh, took it to practice. The tube blew. Nice. Yep. At like not right away, maybe like a month later. But he actually worked on amps and told me that he wasn't trying to work on my amp or anything. I like. He was like, yeah, I got that, but it's just too fucking loud for the house. And I'm like, cool, that's what Sick. I want. Yeah. Um, and it and it sounded great, right? But then I just took it back to him, and he serviced it for me. I actually texted him like a couple weeks ago when I thought my amp blew at the Smiling Moose. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he never got back to me, so I don't know what his deal is. I hit him up. I was like, hey, man, are you still working on amps? Like, Because he did really good work, but it was just his hobby, right? Yeah, he yeah. was like some sort of electrical engineer or something. I don't know. I gotcha. Um, uh, I've got a guy around here though. If we ever actually need shit, and he doesn't get back to you, and something's okay. actually wrong. Uh, same thing. Bought my when I bought my SVT three. That's actually the second one I've had. Mm-hmm. Long story short, same same shit. Snooping around, not happy with whatever the fuck I had mm-hmm. that I bought used. Wasn't loud enough. Whatever. Um, I had the same, the one you have now, the B2R or whatever, that Ampeg. Mm -hmm. I had one, I had one of those. It might not be the exact same thing, but like, it just wasn't, I was in a bar band at the time. We needed to be loud. We played outside and shit and it wasn't cutting it. And they had to use one at guitar center that, that SVT three. And I thought it was like a ripping deal and was like, why is this so cheap? Blah, blah, blah. And I bought it. And I'm like, this fucking thing sounds awesome. It's loud as shit. And then you go on the internet and you're like, oh, they break all of them. Every single one of them. There's a chip in it or something that fucking goes bad. So I used that for like a while and nothing ever went wrong with it. And then I started to like panic thinking like, I think I got my money's worth out of this. I need to get rid of it. So I did. And I bought like six other things. (laughs) And then was not happy with whatever one I was on. Class went dusted. Went back into that fucking guitar center and guess what was there? It might be the same fucking one. I don't know, but it was, it was used. It was there and it was like, dude, I'm just, I'm going back to this thing. And uh, I, I took it to the dude I'm talking about. And, uh, I was like, listen, here's what he's, he's like an actual Ampeg dealer. Um, and was like, do you know about this? And he's like, nope. And I'm like, I like showed him, I sent him a link and I'm like, here's what happens. And he's like, I'll just bypass that whole thing and I'll build a thing and I'll put this in there and a chip and we don't even ever have to worry about that ever again. And I was like, fuck yes, dude, do it. And he's, I was like, how, how much is that going to be? And he's like, Oh, you paying cash. I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. He's like, I don't know, like 40 bucks. I'm like, are you fucking serious? I was like, cool, done. Have at it, man. 40 bucks. Here you go, buddy. So now that in my opinion, I'm like, dude, now that thing's bulletproof. But yeah, it's just funny. Like, buy shit randomly off of a whim and then it breaks <laughs> immediately or, or doesn't. But like, you know, that's how you end up with like stories about this shit. I know. That's so awesome. Though, man. <laughs> I, I love the, like the hunt of gear, right? Yeah. It's just for sure. Oh boy. But yeah. so that's how you ended up with the PV. Yeah. Um, is that Glenn guy. Yeah, and then Sound Spectre Studios, I think is what. Which he's yep. he's great, man. I, every time I'm like, I need to be amused by like somebody yeah. who's real, who or who appears to be real, right? Yeah, he he seems to be like, oh 
fuck this brand if it sucked, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, exactly. Which not many people are these days on YouTube or whatever. Well, yeah, because everyone's like, worried about right, like their potential, image. yeah, like, potential sponsorships or yeah. income or money in the future, and it's yeah, like and that's understandable, right? I get it. So but it's like, like if Glenn's telling me like, "Hey, this is a deal if you get it serviced," like, yeah. Oh yeah. So anyway, yeah, the kid worked on my amp. So when he after he serviced it, dude, it was like ten times better sounding. Nice. It was yeah. so sick. It, it, that was the thing. He was like, "Yeah, I bought this and I just didn't play it. Like, I tested all the tubes and they're fine." And yeah, you know they were. I was like ripping on it when I first bought it. Yeah, uh, just like tweaking shit, like doing things that I probably shouldn't be, like really ripping it hard. Yeah, you know. No, I mean it probably also. I don't know how long the dude had it, but like sitting in some guy's yeah. room right. for years. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you're actually gigging with it and taking right. it in and out of practices and bumping it off of things. Yeah, it and doesn't matter like, if you tested the tubes every fucking six exactly or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like okay, well, you're using it now, and that's a totally different situation than those tubes would allow. They they'd still be there in perfect shape if they don't. If, if the thing doesn't yeah, fucking move. Being used, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. So, so that PV rips. I don't know. And it's like, yeah, yeah I, of course. Cause that's the thing, man. It's like every piece of gear that I have that is precious. I don't want to gig with it. Right. Yeah. And it's for like, sure. That was kind of the thing with the three thirty five. It's like, okay, I'm buying this and it looks cool and it's the one I want. And I waited for yeah. the one, the color I wanted to be in stock. Yep. But like I fucking play it, man. I mean, you saw me at the end of the, when I was all buzzed up at the release show, I was like, <laughs> yeah, dude, running the fucking fretboard off of my amp in a crescendo or something like I'm yeah. goddamn Pete Townsend. <laughs> what? A... <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, I remember bringing it up at practice and I was like, dude, did anybody see that? Because I literally like just remembered about that. And Pat's like, oh, yeah, dude, everybody oh, yeah. saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. yeah. <laughs> this is funny. I'm like, man, I was just grooving, like making noise, you know? Yeah, yeah. Did Dave Grohl have anything to do with you getting that guitar? No. Okay. No. But I'll tell you that when when the bar band played Everlong on my first semi hollow, yeah. It did sound cool. Like uh, yeah. very good, you know. Okay, cool. But yeah. I, I just wanted it because I wanted the like humbucker tone, right? Yeah, the last Paul was just like hmm, the next too small, and it needs new pickups, and it's just like 1989 thing. Like, yeah, it's gonna leave it alone and like play it at home and buy something with humbuckers, right? Yeah, okay. So I was like, okay, I'll just buy another Les Paul. And then I looked, and then I was like, oh, this 335. I was just gonna buy a Sunburst Les Paul, right? Yeah. And then I saw that they had a 335 figured with the flame. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I loved that guitar, the red one, the dot before I broke it. Like, oh man, I'm getting that. Yeah. Then it wasn't in stock for a fucking year, man. Yeah. Like the rebranding happened in 2019, I think. And I didn't get that guitar until like 21 or something like that. Like it was, took forever for me to buy that thing. Damn. I like knew that I wanted that one. Right. Yeah. 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 Cause it's like, they had like a blueberry burst with the flames and it's like, mm, that's not me at all. No. And then they yep. did this like purple burst and I'm like, that's not me at all. Like I want the regular like faded. That's why they call it iced tea, right? It's because 
if you didn't know, the original 50s burst, <laughs> the nitrocellulose paint, which uh-huh. fade from the UV, yeah. from the sun, or from the lights. So that's why everybody's bursts look different. Some yeah. are like super yellow, some are super cherry. They changed the dye in the early 60s. That's why SGs are kind of like super cherry sometimes yep. if they're in good conditions. But if they're UV'd, they're usually brown. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But yeah. That's uh, cool, man. It's I love those. I love that that like. It's definitely it, the the foremost guitar, right? Like, yeah, it is, it's and it's cool, uniquely, you know, what yeah. I mean, like, I, dude, I, I hate to say it, but it's it's above me on the rack, like, yeah. in its case, and that's where it stays. And if we have a show, I change the strings, and then I take it to the show, and I plug it in. Like, I, it doesn't really get played at home very much. Yeah. You know, it's like the tool for the band almost. Yeah, I mean, electric <clears throat> guitars are kind of like that. You know, like there's, they do their thing. Mm-hmm. when they need to yeah and then if and then when when you don't need them to do that thing it's like you know that's when you you play like whatever the fuck you're playing that's like sitting around and yeah when, that thing. when you got this laying around it's hard yeah. to like be like oh I, i'm gonna pick up the thing that i play when i go out and play like yeah exactly it's like oh i want to play this because it's like ding, 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 ding. yeah instant for sure surf, man or like instant whatever twang yeah fucking alt rock a bunch of shit so all right what what's the next purchase for you what's like it could be guitar yeah. or whatever like if i handed you oh uh um, whatever a gift card right now what what would oh. like ob- not like hey you can buy a 20,000 like no. you know what i mean like what's the next thing if i'm like here dude 700 bucks like, yeah, we got a sponsor, and you know what? All the money's going to Andrew buying something right well, now. What be- is it? Because I have so many guitars, right? Yeah. Let's say, say like somebody was like, "Oh yeah, we'll sell you these at like our cost or whatever." Yeah. Um, basics, a hundred percent. Okay. Something that I don't have, right? Yeah, yeah. Because like yep. I got, I have a Strat. I have the super super Strat. Yep. N- no Floyd Rose action, just like. Uh, lay sensor pickups, right? Mm-hmm. So the Strat, Super Strat, SG, Les Paul, 335, Jazzmaster, Telecaster. Yeah. Yeah. And not like I have two Strats, but I'm not a Strat person. One's Jess's, actually. It's not yeah. mine. I have one, it's, it's one Strat. Yeah. I bought it on my 30th birthday. Cool. Yeah. Well, that may be a story for another time. Fair enough. I like it. It's a it's a good find, a gear find. Yeah. So so baritone. To, speaking of that, I mean, I don't think they the, did that the on that album, though, but like, man, that thing is really those like, are cool. That's been really piquing my interest, right? Is like the basics yeah. or baritone because it's something I don't have, right? Yeah. And it's just like, oh, that'll be fun to play with, and like, what could I create with that sound? Thrice music is what you can create with that, right? Yeah. Um, there's a ton Sweet. of dude, there's a ton of baritone like squire models too. I know. And like, dude, I don't we live in the golden age of affordable gear right now. You can yeah. go literally like dude. <clears throat> and that's the thing, that that telly I have is from two thousand and eight and like it's the stock pickups and yeah. They marketed them first, like if you bought the cla- the classic vibe, I'm pretty sure it was just like a fifty strat or something. Mm-hmm. And then like two telecasters of butterscotch blonde one and a white one but they like 
I forget which is in mine, but there's like Alnico four or Alnico three or five or something in one or the other. But like, yeah, they were marketing those at, at first because I was like thinking back to like when I when I found it out, it was a 2008. I was like, oh, I remember when these came out. And then I was like, I specifically remember them marketing the Telecasters, even though it was the same model, just different color with two different pickups in it. <clears throat> like okay. the white one has say okay for example the white one i don't know if this is true i don't know what number it is but yeah yeah the white one Which has combination a, yeah i don't the white one has elnico 5 and the butterscotch has elnico 6 or whatever yeah and like those are the stock ones that are still in it and it sounds great the neck pickup may be dying but i don't use it that much so yeah whatever um but yeah we live in the golden age of affordable guitars that guitar rips like yeah there's just so much market like competition in that realm you know, and, uh, it's just driven like the quality of those things to where like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I don't look at like the rig rundowns of some of these like famous people, you know, like they could have whatever the fuck they want. And some of them definitely do. Right. But like Mm -hmm. there's people out there playing shit. That's just like, yeah, it's a fucking whatever that I grabbed from, let me see what, you know, guitar center. And it's like, cool. Cause it fucking works. Especially even in bases, like there's some, there's a lot less competition in bass, but like it's, it's so like, there's a price yeah, point that's there. That's his name. Jack Pearson. He played with like the, okay. Al- the Almond Brothers band. Yeah. He's like an older dude. Right. And he's like, yeah. Oh, I bought this Squire affinity or whatever for my nephew. Yeah. And like this dude has like fucking fifties, less Pauls and fifties fenders on the wall. Right. And yeah. he still plays like Squire. The, and it's not even like the classic vibe, dude. It's like, yeah it's like a bullet or something because it's light and he, it's easy on his back. Yeah, man. <clears throat> and it's like, it's the thing it, to me. That's just like, okay, it, it's all about the fingers, man. And like, yeah, not all about it, but you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, for sure. You can sound it, like yourself on a fucking bullet strat or on an American strat if they're both set up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Assuming everything is like, okay, buy a shitty guitar. Right. And you get set it. it up and not have like fret sprout or like, yeah. All the bullshit that like came came with every cheap guitar when we were young. Yes, like all of the terrible shit that made people not play guitar. Yeah, and honestly, man, some of that shit is gone. Like you can get those guitars, and you're like, I kind of need to adjust the strings, Mm -hmm. but like frets are rolled. Like you know, nothing slicing you open. Dude, that jazz bass that I bought for Jess. Yeah, it is. It plays just as good as my yellow mexican deluxe or whatever yeah the active one that i had uh-huh yeah it, it's it plays just as good and it's like a fucking a pack affinity jazz yes yeah. i i bought um like a music man the sterling ones yeah, yeah. dude yeah they had a you know there's like there was a little it was like a ding and dent at guitar center yep and i'm like why is this so cheap and the guy's like oh it got like messed up and i'm like where and he showed me and i'm like you know you have to like bust out the microscope and i'm like are you fucking serious like yeah i'll take that i played it and i'm like i was playing that and and i mean dude no joke i had you know Brittany there with me and i'm like grab that one because that one is twenty three hundred dollars it was a real like you know legit music man right stinger pulled it off plugged it in played it and i'm like okay like it's heavier. Is that better? Like, I don't think so. Like it right. felt, it felt, you know, you're like, okay, th- I get it. 
But like sound wise, I'm like, dude, it's like not even noticeable. And this thing is, I don't know, 450 fucking dollars. Yeah. yeah you dude. know, and I'm like, we live in the golden um, golden age of affordable guitars, man. Yeah. And that was the so, thing because we do that Epiphone I bought. I literally yeah. just bought it brand new and had it sent right to my house. Like, yep. I, and it, I literally it's just fine. had to do minor adjustments and it ripped. Yeah. Like, so I don't awesome. know how to set guitars up, right? But like, yeah. You know, I had to like yeah. intonate it and that's it. Dude, shout out to Sweetwater for having you can look at individual guitars when you're on their website. Like yeah. you, so like, that's you how can, I bought my, yeah, dude. my Nate Mandel. Yeah. I was like, just give me the lightest one. Yeah. I just went through, they had one that was 10 pounds. One that was eight pounds. One that was nine yep. pounds, whatever. And I yep. was like, give me the lightest one. Right. Boom. I don't care. Right. And you, the, like the, the detailed photos, you're like, well, that one has a little bit more like, dude, just give me the lightest one. Send yeah. it to my house. I mean, dude, if like, we're being realistic, done. right, the next guitar, right, proper, like, electric, yeah. I, want, I want, like, a Les Paul again with a fat neck. All right. But I, that's that's the thing in Sweetwater. Yeah. It's, like, sleuthing Sweetwater, and then, like, whenever the time comes that you want to buy it, it's, like, I always just, like, give myself some time, right? And it's, like, yes. what's, what's the average? Okay. Oh, there's, like, say, like, the average is seven pounds, right? And it's, like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a six-pound one. Yeah. It's like there's usually like a six pound one. And it's like, oh, there might be a lighter one then. And then it's uh-huh. like if you just like continuously like just like if you don't stress it, sometimes you can get like, oh, shit, there's one that's like right under six pounds. Like, yep. Snatch, you know, for sure. Uh, Sweetwater rules, man. I don't know. I, I want to go. Let's go and take a road trip there. Dude, I'm down. Let's man. do it, man. They have like a, That'd be a so slide awesome. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that place It'd seems be cool so freaking cool. I haven't been out in the like plains area in a long time. Yeah. Probably some either, man. I don't know. Let's, my let's, teenage play years. Some, let's play some Midwest emo shows <laughs> and go check it out. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm into it. But cool, man. Yeah. All right. So I don't know. We've been rolling a while. I think uh how long did we go last week? Uh like a little over an hour. Cool. Well, That's kind of like, where we're at now, man. All right. Well, I'm fine with that. I think we really like wrapped up all the gear. We don't really use much else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I use can't that Audix mic or what. I don't even know the brand. It might not even be Audix. Yeah. I've been carrying around the same mic for like ever. Right. It's your mic. Yeah. My mic and I just plug it in and go. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I just use cables, whatever. Yeah. I don't have anything fancy there. Um, You know, I don't know. We can like curly cable. Have, is, I yeah. think I mentioned that. I mean, you mentioned that, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, power. I have just like a a chokes, whatever. Chio. I don't even know how you pronounce that word, but like the C I O, whatever the fuck. How, I don't uh, even know how you like. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I have a walrus uh, power supply on my board as well. I don't know how yeah. to pronounce it either, but it's the little the little guy. Yeah. 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 You know. I kind of wish um, I got the big one now, but eh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, like that was the one thing that was just like, okay, what's the best one? And then like everyone pointed to that and I was like, okay, like yeah. I just want to be done with it. Cause th- that is the shit that like, I do not care. Right. I don't care. I just want to plug something in and it works and it works. Right. And then some of the pedals need different voltage voltages like 9 16 whatever yeah i'm like okay does it do that it has a little button i can do that cool done i don't right. i i 
could care less about that shit. Yeah. I, I want like, I want the pedal in and I want to be fucking turning knobs on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not messing with power supplies. So like, right. And I, I love that thing. It just works. So hell yeah. Sweet. Mine does too really well. Even though the like power cable thing's a little shaky and it kind of always has been. I want to yeah, wonder that's if that's a common problem. Maybe I'll shoot them an email and ask them. Yeah, give them a shout out. Yo, mine's, Walrus, mine's what bulletproof, up? dude. That thing's built like a tank. Yeah. So it's sweet. But hell yeah. All right, man. Well, I think that's it, dude. All right, man. I think that was Ooh. episode two. Number two. The deuce in the books. In the books. Deuce deuces. Oh, it just stopped. We're going <laughs> to we're we're bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> we're going to roll it out. Um, yeah, you can yeah, always so, uh, find us on Spotify if you like what you hear at the end. Yeah. Foremost PA on Spotify. Yep. And um, yeah. I think Come it's find the us. same thing on Instagram as well. Yeah, same thing on Instagram. Or maybe like um, Foremost Band. I guess we yeah, know that. We probably should. Yeah. I think it's foremost. Uh, yeah, that's just foremost PA. But you know what, man? I think if anybody's listening to this second episode at this late in the game. Yeah. Now that the outro has rolled three times. The outro has rolled through already. They know We're us and they already follow <laughs> us on Instagram. Yeah. Well, if you don't, check us out. Yeah. Um, and then also we've been talking about getting some guests on here. Yeah. We still have a drummer to address in this whole situation. But we kind of went through like our history and then our gear. We'll get Pat on and then um, we'll just keep the keep the ball rolling, man. Cool. So. All right, dude. Peace out. Peace. Later. Bye.